Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Sometimes we can, unfortunately, kind of divvy up Our Lady and, and take a claim over her, unfortunately. But you know what? It's all Mary. And today we celebrate Mary in such a beautiful way in the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. That Our Lady is so crucial and important to our faith. Oftentimes misunderstood as one we worship as a God, which is not the case. But we do hold her in a place of honor. As our mother and as queen of heaven and earth. That she is one who has been set aside in a very important and special way. And the one who on our behalf said yes. Today we celebrate the Immaculate Conception. Oftentimes, uh, when people hear the Immaculate Conception, they think of Jesus' conception. This is not the case. We celebrate the conception of Our Lady. And I think it's helpful to kind of step back and think, what is that conception? Yes, we have the biological conception wherein an embryo is formed. And this in and of itself is a miraculous event. The conditions that are required for this to occur. And the fact that with that embryo, There is a human life present. That everything that person will ever be is present in that embryo. That life begins at that point and that that life has everything that it will need. That blueprint for who and what they will be all present in such a small reality. But we look even further at that idea of conception and it's a beginning A creation, a new creation. Every conception is a new creation. A completely new creature, which is also incredible. There are no human beings with DNA that's exactly alike. But to call something an immaculate conception, that's special. Unfortunately, due to our fall, due to the fall of uh, our nature, our human nature, through our our parents, through Adam and Eve, there is this reality of original sin. That through that disobedience of Eve and Adam, as they chose to eat the forbidden fruit, from that there entered into the world sin and death and suffering. Yes, Adam and Eve were actually made, created, free from sin in a very pure way, but they chose that disobedience to the Father and ultimately chose to allow that to enter into their, their lives, into the reality, to be entered into a world of fallenness, of death, suffering, and sin. But the Lord didn't leave us with desolation that. He said there will be a Savior. He promises to us. And along many, 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 many years, He continued to give us hope through the prophets, through prophecies, pointing, it's coming, it's going to happen soon. Get ready. And the trigger for this was, in fact, the Immaculate Conception, when Our Lady was conceived in the womb. That by the merit of her vocation, her divine vocation of being the mother of God, that she would bear Jesus. She was conceived, created this new creation without sin. That she would be the one to usher in this new creation by her, uh, by her yes, by her agreement to say yes, Lord, to that plan. The reverse of that disobedience that Eve had had. 
That she was obedient with our Lord's plan. But first and foremost, she was conceived without sin. Could our Lord have been born uh, of Our Lady if she had sinned? Maybe, I don't know. God can do anything. Could our Lord have actually uh, saved us without having to come down, live and die and rise for us? Of course. Our Lord can do anything. But it is fitting and it is beautiful and it reveals that deeper reality of God's love for us. The way in which this fall has been reversed. The way in which the Lord has set aside Our Lady as the one to be our advocate in such an amazing, incredible, pure way. And Our Lady could have said no. Eve said no. Adam said no. But then we have Jesus, the new Adam, and we have Mary, the new Eve. Eve, or Mary, sorry, the new Eve in her yes, and her being set aside and bringing in this new creation in a world that has fallen so incredibly and darkly, and to have that light of hope in our lives. Our Lady respond with a yes, with this vocation that has been set before her, that she's been set aside for this incredible, beautiful vocation as mother of the, the Savior. But then also on top of that, more so to be given to us as our mother, mother of the church, queen of heaven and earth, that at the foot of the cross during our Lord's passion, he handed her over to John, the beloved disciple. He said, uh, son, behold your mother, and mother, behold your son. And handing her over to the church as the mother of the church, we now have this great advocate, Our Lady, looking after us. This is why she's so important. Why we go to her as the mediatrix of God's grace. We go to her for inspiration, encouragement, protection, as Mama Mary. It's so awesome to think of that, because we have, you know, Eve, the, the mother of the living. The living dead, in a certain sense. And this living, living creation that has been fallen. This fallen creation, this fallen world. But here we have Our Lady, the mother of the living in this new creation, being elevated as beloved sons and daughters of God and under the protection of Our Lady. So I think it's worth it to uh, reflect, especially in terms of this time where we really do elevate Our Lady and her, her role on our behalf in God's salvation, her yes, her carrying our Lord, giving birth to him, raising him, and then enduring the pain of seeing him dying on the cross. And then that love and that joy that she experienced in seeing his resurrection. We can look to Our Lady as, and I wish we'd have a special devotion to this, uh, the crusher of serpents. That we hear at the end of uh, the first reading in Genesis that there would be this enmity between um, Our Lady, or not Our Lady, between Eve and her descendants and the, the serpents. The serpents representing sin, suffering, and death. Now we have Our Lady, whenever we see an image of her, she's usually stomping on a snake or a serpent or a dragon, which is incredibly awesome. And I think we have to have that special devotion towards Our Lady, stomper of serpents. So I encourage you today, as we celebrate the joy and the gift of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception, to look for those serpents, those snakes, those dragons in our lives, and ask Our Lady to stomp them out. To flee to Our Lady as that great mediatrix of God's grace, that supporter, that protector, and that comforter in times of distress or frustration. And to know, as only a mother would, that everything is going to be okay. That everything will be fine. 
that the Lord is in charge, and to swell within us that, that great gift and understanding of faith in our Lord. Amen.